Okay, here's the deal. Uh, on tonight's episode of Sipping on a 40, the one coming out right after that game with the Flames, we will be doing things a little bit differently, okay? Because I am not recording this <laughs> after the game. I recorded this beforehand because I had something to do at 9 o'clock. And currently in this game, the Canucks are down 3-1. to one. It really is what it is. And I know some of you, right? Some of my listeners, some of the people across the nation too, probably thinking, right? What's up, Kyle? I thought these guys were the best team in Canada. What's up, man? One in three, possibly. Again, recording this after the second period. Here's the thing, okay? The season, it's not as long as other seasons, but it's still long. And I fuck with adversity. And I also do believe it is quite impossible to, to stay in Alberta for eight plus days and live a normal life. If you're from the West Coast, the best coast of Canada, okay? Real talk. I'm not blaming the Canucks for this start, okay? No training camp. No JT Miller to start. Some new faces. And again, you're staying in Alberta for eight fucking days. Maybe seven, but that's still a long time. I'm not blaming the Canucks. The season is still quite long, and maybe I'll push the whatever button after 10, after 12 games. Now, I've just seen this a bunch of times with other teams. And I refuse to doubt Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson. Now, they have to do more. Of course, of course, of course. And I do believe they will. But with that being said, on today's episode, we'll talk about JT Miller just a bit. Is he the most important Canuck this season? Is he? Is he? I don't think so. But Nick Bondi and Carolyn Cameron talk about it on an episode of Power of the Towel, which we'll get into. And we'll have some fun, too, okay? We got to have some fun for the city of Vancouver, baby. We got to have some fun. We'll be counting down, oh, man, 10 of my least favorite Calgary Flame players, okay? Uh, we're talking about the team that we got to face, what, 9 to 10 times this season? We're talking about the team that is responsible, responsible for introducing me to trauma for the first time ever, way back when. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, 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 welcome. Yes, welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, yes, my name, Kyle Bowen. And you can find this program on the Nux Misconduct Network, wherever you stream your podcast. Do yourself a favor. Go find it. Give it a tap. Give it a tap. Boom, bam. Yes, boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. And can we change the music? Uh, let's spice it up a bit, okay? Uh, let's spice it up just a bit. Uh, we haven't done this in a while, okay? <laughs> we gotta do it for the people we gotta do it for vancouver okay now there's a chance again I'm, I'm recording this in the past that you're somewhat upset because the canucks just lost another game to calgary which always hurts because fuck calgary honestly it hurts to lose to calgary that being said oh what if the canucks came back and you're listening to this sipping on a 40 right after a victory uh this song works too it really does. It really does. Now, today, the Canucks, they got JT Miller back. And Nick Bondi was on his uh, he was on his TSN 1040 Sportsnet 650 game this week. 
He was talking about JT Miller and if he was the most important player on this Vancouver Canucks roster. And this is after what, three games? Three somewhat mediocre performances. I would say this team put up one good period in three games without JT Miller. And now we have Nick Bondi again doing his best impersonation of a sports radio host. Now here's the thing about JT Miller. He's a spark plug. He really is. You know it too. We all saw the video last year, right? In the playoffs. Getting the boys going prior to a game. He's that type of guy in the locker room. A a locker room that is still relatively young. Really young. Especially when it comes to their best players. Yet here we have JT Miller being one of their best players. Being a little bit older. Being that guy. Being that guy people look up to. That vocal leader. And let's be honest. Let's be real. Honest person. Honest podcast. Bo Horvat is not doing that. I'm not. I'm not taking a shot at Bo there. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. He just not doing it. That's not the way he does business. JT Miller is a leader, and he is a fantastic hockey player, and the team is missing him. They are. Maybe they need that juice, especially, especially if you're starting off the season, right, in Alberta. Alberta for eight days, seven days. How long has it been? And look, if if my family from Calgary is listening to this, because I got a lot of you out there, okay, a lot of Findus out there. One love to the Findus out in Calgary, okay? Uh, let's give them a round of applause, okay? Or we can give them one of these. <laughs> they know it too. This ain't a uh, this ain't new news to them. Those listeners, again, my family out in Calgary. I don't really, I don't really mess with Alberta too much. Just not much to do. For myself, imagine these boys, again, coming from the best coast, the west coast of Canada. Yes, I said that right. The west coast, the best coast of Canada. It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Every the Canucks, uh, they won't get this from me later in the season if they continue to struggle, but in the beginning... Of this, of this shortened regular season in 2021. I'm not going to attack them, okay? I'm not going to go in. And this is not me sugarcoating the team. This is not me trying to pander towards the organization and create this positive environment, okay? Honest person, honest podcast. I'm just being honest. It would be hard to start your, your tenure in this 2021 season being in Alberta for that long, Okay. It would. It would. I think this team will battle back, though. I really do. We, we did just see that play, right? Pedersen taking a whack on Monaghan. The, the frustration is there. Real talk, it looked like the dude was trying to chop down a fucking tree. And we, we've said it on this program before. Again, sipping on a 40. Pedersen's a feisty motherfucker. He really is. He defends himself. He really does. He's also a true competitor. And he knows he's struggling. He 
He knows he's not playing the way he should be playing as one of the best players in Canada. He knows it. He knows it. So I do believe, you know, a trip back home. Maybe he'll play some video games on that Twitch stream. He'll have some fun. All while being on the best coast. Again, the west coast of Canada. I, I do believe he'll bring it back. Bring back that A game. And, and again, it's a shortened season. And you can't fall into a hole so deep. You really can't because there aren't many teams in this division. The same teams are playing each other. And, and teams above you will pick up points. They really will. But I, I'm going to wait 10 games. 10 games. 10 games. I gotta. I gotta. And part of the reason why this may be the case is because what? Uh, ooh. We're talking about me. Yes, me, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, right? The Packers, the Green Bay Packers, they're one win away from going to the Super Bowl, okay? You, you think I got a negative bone in my body right now? No, no, I'm a little stressed out, not going to front, a little stressed out. But I, I'm keeping it cool. Uh, life is actually pretty good, pretty damn good. In fact, it got even better. Just picked up, what, five more books today? I'm escaping, man. I'm escaping. Maybe that's why I'm able to to stay so even keel. And maybe that's a bit of a detriment, right? Because I spend so much time reading. I'm escaping reality, quote unquote reality, that I'm able to, uh, yeah, just stay calm through uh, this team losing in Alberta. Yes, losing a lot in Alberta. Uh, normally, uh, that wouldn't work with me. Again, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. But for now, uh, I'm going to chill out. You try spending one week in Alberta, okay? You try doing it. Ain't easy. Okay, let's have some fun. You know what we do on the program when the team is losing we got to give the people a list. Because why? Why? Uh, what's better than a list on a sports program? On a Kyle Bowen program? Play the music. Play the music. And anytime we want to have fun and go down a list, we got to play the most fun song that's ever come out of the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. In fact, I would say that this quite possibly is one of the best songs that's ever came out primarily in Canada. Shout out to Nelly Furtado, Victoria Zone, and Timberland from down south doing his thing. Because this song is tremendous. And yeah, we're going to go down this list. In front of me, I have 10 Calgary Flames players that I hate the most from the past and present. Now, I'll be honest. There is only one present slash current. Are those the same things? Probably. Calgary Flames player on this list. Only one. Only one. Let's go do it. And should we start from the top or go from the bottom? Uh, let's go from the bottom, okay? Number 10. I, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name because I'm Kyle Bowen. Steven Reincrypt. Remember that dude? I hated that dude. Why? Because every time my, my cousins would play that video game, right? The NHL video game. And they were Calgary and I was Vancouver. This dude happened to score a lot of goals against me, okay? And this dude was one of Calgary's best players. And remember way back when in 2004, when that version of the Calgary Flames, that cereal box version of a franchise beat the West Coast Express? This dude, huh, 
this dude was a part of that, and it and it always bugged me. How, how does a how does a team with that dude beat Marcus Naslin's team? Are you serious? Are you serious? Number nine, Robin Regeer. What a fucking bully. He looked like a bully. He was a bully. He was big. He was strong. He pissed you off. On the odd time he would score a goal, that would piss you off. How the hell does Robin Regeer score on you? Did not like him. Did not like him, okay? Number eight, Stefan Yell. Way back when, no such thing as fancy stats, right? This dude. This dude. I'm assuming was a decent analytical player. Always taking face-offs. Just being a thorn, okay? Always there. Stefan Yell. Good name, though. Not going to front. Good name, okay? Number seven, Sean Donovan. Big part of that 2004 Calgary Flames team. A team that I fucking despise. And where did this guy come out of? Sean Donovan? This dude should probably probably be working at home depot or home hardware and this dude was uh yeah scoring goals for calgary making my family's dreams come true man oh man number six billy neiman that dude's a villain an absolute villain a thorn annoying as fuck and, and another big part of that 04 calgary flames team number five rhett warner how did our canucks lose to a team with rhett warner as one of their d-men Unbelievable. Number four, Mika Kippersoff. Now, this is one of the dudes that I hated because he was so good. So good. And we were the Goldie Graveyard, and here was Calgary having a good one, a great one, an elite one. Mika Kippersoff on this list because he's so good. Sometimes you're so good, you're hated. It is what it is. Number three, Craig Conroy. Uh, Another one of those cases, right? How does this team beat your Canucks when their number one center is Craig Conroy? Craig Conroy. One of the worst players in the video game series. Yes, the worst of worst players in that video game. Because you pick Calgary and he's your number one center. It, it absolutely sucks. Now we're at the top two. And this, this could surprise people, okay? At number two... We have Jacob Markstrom. Yes. Yes. I had to put him on this list. And, and I do... <sighs> this is one of those cases, right? What's that Neo and Rihanna song? Hate that I love you? Because I have a lot of respect for Jacob Markstrom. He went through the ringer in Vancouver. He proved everyone wrong. He played when he didn't have to play. And he carried this team. Got this team experience. Experience that it's that is needed. Experience that that makes me think that this team is the best team in Canada, your Canucks. Now, Jacob Markstrom ditches your Canucks, rightfully so, because he's got to get paid, but chooses to get paid in Calgary. Calgary. That hurts. And what hurts even more, right? Through a couple games this season and two against the Canucks, <laughs> this dude looks good. Real good. Real elite. He's on a mission. He, he, he just wasn't on a mission to get paid to get that big first contract. After being so touted for all those years, he finally got paid. He's on a mission to prove that he's really elite. Really, really elite. You feel as if he could have packed it in after he signed that deal. But no, there's no signs of that. Jacob Marstrom is a huge, huge hurdle for this organization. A, because they're without him. And B, because they got to play Calgary a bunch of times this season. 
Again, I hate that I love Jacob Markstrom so much, but hey, hey, it's just reality, man. I think a lot of a lot of people in the city are going to turn their backs on Jacob Markstrom again, based on the fact that he's so fucking good. And at number one, we have Martin Jelena. Yes, Martin Jelena. Fuck that guy. Not not really, but hey, I got to say he, he was responsible for breaking my heart. And it was the first time that I ever got my heart broken. I remember. I remember that game. Game 7. I watched it with my late grandmother. Rest in peace. One love. Everyone was watching it in the living room. I, I stuck around with my grandma in her bedroom. Watched it. I guess I was stressed. Couldn't handle the heat. Needed to be in the comfort. The comfort that my grandmother brought me. And here I was. Celebrating. Celebrating after Matt Cook did the impossible. Being optimistic, hopeful. Thinking of the best case scenarios. And just like that. Martin Jelena. Who that? Martin Jelena? This, this dude's a bum in 04, isn't he? This guy breaks my heart. He scores against Alex Ald. And he sends the Canucks packing. I swear to you, it was the first time my heart got broken. The roller coaster of events. It was something else. It was my introduction to the best of sport and the worst of sport. All in what, 25 minutes? It really fucked me up for the rest of my life. Because again, here I am, right? Here I am cheering for the best team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, let's go back to bang the drum all day, okay? The Green Bay Packers, the best team in the NFC, are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady. At Lambeau Field. They're playing at my home stadium. And here I am stressing six days before the game. Stressing about what? We got the better team. We're playing at Lambeau. We got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is on my team. And I'm stressing because, hey, nothing is fucking promised. Not only in life, but especially in sports. And I tell people all the time, yo, watch sports. Fall in love with the team. And it will teach you a lot about life. It will teach you a lot about all these outcomes that... You have no control over it. It'll teach you to be resilient or sad. <laughs> or sad. <laughs> Real talk. What a life. Thank you for listening, Vancouver. Who knows what happened in this game? Again, I recorded this after the second intermission. Uh, uh, oh, man. A, a period. A second period in which your Canucks got outshot 20-3. to They look tired. They don't want to be in Alberta anymore. Again. Again. Imagine. Yes, imagine. Flying away from the from the best coast, the west coast of Canada, it's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Every and having to be in Alberta for over a week. Nah, especially after such a long vacation. Nah, 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 nah. It's hard to do. Borderline impossible. Vancouver, a lot of games left. Try not to stress out. And if you're going to stress out, it's all good too. You're allowed to be a fan. Whichever way you want to be a fan, I just think it's early. Even in a shortened year. Okay? Go subscribe to the Nux Misconduct Network. Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow on the network, Carolyn Cameron of Sportsnet sits down with Nick Bondi of Power of the Towel. Shout out to her. Real talk. Shout out to her. And they talk about a lot. They talk about Pedersen, I believe, or Tannen. And yeah, again, is, is JT Miller the most important player on this team? Find out tomorrow on Power of the Towel. Shout out to Hanaya for making the cover art. And shout out to Nick Bondi for being 
Nick Bondi. My name, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Hey, go check out the other network, the Posted Up Network. I'll put all the info to that in the bio. A whole bunch of changes coming. And go check out the Posted Up playlist. It's now updated 245 straight weeks. Yes, every Sunday we give you 22 songs. Again, been happening for 245 straight Sundays. Go get it on Spotify and Apple Music. I'll put the links in the bio as well. Have a good morning. Have a good night. A good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.